Episode 27, The One with the Raging Storm. Welcome to Truly Madly Smiley with your host, Lisa, the Smiley Coach. Lisa wrote this podcast because she wants you to grow up knowing you are not alone. She wants to help you feel confident from the inside out and know how truly madly amazing you are. This podcast is powered by unicorns and rainbow sparkles. The only show where children can soak up positivity, confidence, love, and encouragement whenever they need it. Are you ready to get your happy on? Let's go! Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Truly Madly Smiley podcast. It's Smiley here. How are you doing? If this is your first listen, you're very welcome here, as you can tell. It's likely that you're with us because you're a fellow wild heart. You're highly sensitive and you've got a big, strong heart as deep and wide as the ocean. I see you. Actually, there's a video on my website which tells you the traits of a wild heart. And if you're a parent listening to this, it will also tell you what a wild heart needs. I'm going to pop those links in the show notes for you because that will be helpful if you're new here. And to all my regular loyal listeners, thank you so much for being here. If you keep coming back time and time and again to listen, I'm really grateful for that. I'm doing namaste prayer hands like they do in yoga to say a big thank you to you right now. I love hanging out with you so that we can learn together. It's easier when you've got someone to learn with, isn't it? Someone who understands what you're going through. But thank you so much for making time to be part of my world. So today I'm not my usual smiley self. I'm a bit angry, actually. Uh, No, I'm a lot angry. So I hope if it's okay with you, I can share my story about something which is making me hopping mad. Like, I'm not a little bit angry. I'm really angry. Shall I tell you what's happened? So I have a new neighbour and she is very noisy. Not just a little bit noisy, but I'm very sensitive to loud noises. Actually, that's another wild heart trait. If you're a wild heart, you won't like foul fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. <laughs> you won't like fireworks. You won't like fire engines, ambulances, car horns, banging doors, cluttering cutlery when someone's emptying the dishwasher really loudly nearby. Is that you too? I live in a block of flats and we don't have pets here. We have rules about what is okay to live in a block of fats because when you share a big building with 16 other people you have to consider and think about them too it's a bit like when you live in your house with your family you have to think about the other people that live in the house so if you can imagine it's like a big house broken down into 16 smaller houses and this lady she moved in downstairs at christmas time with a dog oh now I love dogs you know I love dogs if you come to the energy pod and you've seen me I look after my friend's little dog called Mo and he sometimes comes on screen to say hello to all the all the wild hearts that come to the energy pod but in our in our block of flats we have a rule that you're not allowed to have noisy pets 
And people don't even have cats, which are not noisy in our block of flats, because there's nowhere for the cats to go. If you live on the third floor, the cat can't go outside to go to the toilet. And it's not fair on the animals. So that kind of annoyed me because I don't think it's fair when there are rules and one person doesn't think that the rules apply to them. I think we all know somebody like that, don't we? And I'm a bit of a policeman, sorry, policewoman, when it comes to doing things fairly and right and following the rules. Are you? Now, that is another wild heart trait as well. Ah, oh, they're all coming out today, aren't they? Wild hearts like to do things properly and we like to do the right thing. And that's because we've got something which is called integrity. Do you know what integrity is? Having integrity means that you are honest and you have strong moral principles. You might want to Google that, but I think basically it just means that you want to do the right thing by other people. You want things to be fair and kind and justice to be done. So the thing is, and I really struggle to accept this, life isn't fair. Boom. That's a bit of a truth bomb, isn't it? It is the most annoying thing ever. Even as a grown-up, I find it hard to admit that life isn't fair. I want to make the world a fair place to live in. I want people to be kind to each other and I want people to want to do the right thing. What sort of world do you want to live in? What is important to you? Is it honesty? Is it fairness? Is it kindness and human decency? Is it more understanding? Have a think about that because I think that's really important. Can you think of somebody that you know who doesn't value the same things that you do? It's probably the person who irritates, frustrates and sparks off your anger the most. Because whatever is important to you, whenever you see something which goes against that or is the opposite of that, you will get angry. So if you value honesty and somebody lies, you will get angry. If you value kindness and you see somebody hurting an animal or bullying another person, you will get angry. And that kind of anger is a, is a natural warning sign. It's like the light on the dashboard of a car when it's running out of petrol. It tells us that something doesn't feel right for us. It's going against what we believe to be important and what matters to us. And that's why we need to listen to our anger when it's sparked, because it will tell us what we need to know. If you had a friend who was lying to you, your anger would be trying to alert you to the fact that this friend maybe is not trustworthy and that there's something for you to do about it. You can't stop your friend from lying to you or make your friend tell you the truth. That's something they have to decide. But you can work out what you're going to do about the friendship. Ugh, sometimes I just want to go, Rah! ow, that really hurt my throat, <coughs> roaring like a lion. But I just want to let the anger out because I just can't believe how some people behave. And sometimes your anger gets so big that there is nowhere else for it to go. So those of you that have been to the energy pod or done my How to Tame Your Angry Dragon course or videos know that I also tap on my anger so it's a really easy way to help you dissolve anger by tapping on special points on your body and your face I also have to remember 
which is hard when you're angry because your thinking brain has left the building. I have to remember that I have choices. So I can't do anything about my neighbour, but I can choose how I will respond to her. So far, I've sent her text messages and left her notes, politely asking her to be quiet. Do you know what she does? She ignores me and she carries on. Now that makes me even more angry because she's not listening. How angry do you get when other people don't listen? Maybe your voice gets louder and more shouty. (laughs) Most of us do. But it's really likely if somebody doesn't want to hear you the first time, then they're not going to all of a sudden start listening to you when you get louder. And, you know, it's painful. It hurts to be ignored. And it's also very frustrating when you're trying to communicate what you need to another person and they're refusing to listen. And then I get a bit scared because I worry that she isn't going to respect me at all. And she doesn't want to work towards living in harmony together in this big house with the 15 other people that live here. And I start to feel really small and helpless. So behind my anger is a lot of fear, a lot of scares. Have you ever felt like that? What are you really scared of? What's underneath your anger? What do you think might happen? So I'm not proud, but I've definitely lost it with my neighbour and let my anger get the better of me. And that's why I want to share this with you, because I want you to know that we're all human and we do that sometimes. So do you want to know what I did? I dropped my Ugg boots really loudly on the floor late at night when her dog was barking. It was midnight. Well, when she starts to snore, (gasps) she snores so loudly that I can hear it from my bedroom like a train. (laughs) Does your dad or your mum snore loudly? It's really hard to get to sleep, especially if you're sensitive to loud noises or when you feel like a giant is making the earth shake beneath you. But the thing is, my need to get revenge on her is, is me just trying to take back my power because she's not listening to me. I feel small and powerless. And a lot of us get angry when we feel powerless. Think about the times when you feel as if your opinion or what you want to say doesn't matter. Well, you're not being listened to. Now, I'm not saying that you should take revenge because, well, that can often make it worse and get you into trouble. And now I think about it, I don't think it was the wisest decision I've ever made. But as I said, when you're angry, your thinking brain goes out of the window and we're all human and we've all got it wrong at some point or another. We can forgive ourselves for that, can't we? My neighbour, the way she's behaving by breaking the rules and not taking responsibility for her behaviour, is nothing to do with me, though. It's all about her and what she needs. And it's very easy to take things personally and think somebody's being mean to you because they're upsetting us and they're triggering our anger. Do you have somebody in your life, like my neighbour, It may even be a member of your family who does things which spark your anger. And even though you've asked them to stop, they don't respect your wishes. I know that's really frustrating. And I hope you are asking them to stop because sometimes people aren't aware that what they're doing is irritating you. So you have to remind them. You have to, they're not aware of how their behavior is making you feel. So it's your job to tell that person how they're making you feel, to communicate what's going on for you. And you don't have to do that in a blamey way. You just have to say, 
can you stop that? Because sometimes when you do that, that makes me scared or that's keeping me awake or that's upsetting me. That's your job. That's on your side of the fence. One of my sisters actually used to shush me because I would talk too much. And I do talk a lot. You know, I talk a lot because you come and listen to me talk. (laughs) But if I was getting angry or saying something which made her feel uncomfortable, she would shush me like, shh, shh. And I hate that too, because that presses my angry buttons. I feel like I'm being silenced when there's something I need to say. And I'm also wondering how many of you think that anger is bad. So do you try and stop your anger? Do you try and hide it from other people? Do you feel bad if you get angry or guilty afterwards? Do you look at other people when they're angry and judge them and make them wrong? Do you think they're horrible or mad or find their anger ugly? Are you scared of other people's anger? Maybe you lie or try and do things to stop them from being angry. So let's get one thing straight. You know, you cannot make somebody else angry. You you know that, don't you? In episode 15, the one with the shouty teacher, I talked about how we all make choices about how we behave. And that includes adults. I think it's really important that we listen to and respect our anger. It's a feeling just like any other feeling, like our worries, like our sadness. It's not right or wrong. There's no good or bad feelings. If you feel like you need to hide your anger or you're ashamed of it, that tells me that you think it's bad. You don't need to hide any part of yourself from other people. You're okay just as you are. I guess some feelings are a little more uncomfortable than others but they're not good or bad. And I think when we start to label them as good and bad, we start to see ourselves as good and bad. We are not our behavior. We're responsible for our behavior, but we're not good or bad people. You're still a good person if you make a mistake or you get angry. So what feeling is the hardest feeling for you to feel? It might not be anger. That might be an easy one for you to connect to. You might get angry really easily. I think it's more about the way that we are when we're angry. So what is acceptable or unacceptable? Are we putting ourselves in danger? Are we safe? Are others safe? Are we hurting ourselves or are we hurting others? So let's have a think about what would be an unacceptable way to express anger. What would not be okay? Would it be okay to name call? Would it be okay to break something? or throw things like I did with my Ugg boots. Anger can feel very big and powerful. And for some of us, it can feel good to have that power surge, that rush of energy that goes through our bodies. It can feel good to yell and to shout until somebody listens and really let go of how we feel. For some of you, though, that might feel scary. It can feel out of control and it can feel like we need help with it. But we don't know how to ask. And maybe the people that we're asking can't be around our anger and perhaps they send us away with it. And that doesn't feel very nice either, does it? So what would be an acceptable way to express anger? Let's have a think about that one. Is it okay to use that powerful energy to go for a run or get some jobs done? Tidy up your room, sort your wardrobe out, sort your bookcase out, get some homework done. It might feel good to dance it out to an angry record or to punch a few pillows. 
I used to really love lying on my tummy face down on my bed and to pummel my fists into the mattress and scream into my pillow to release my anger. Have you got an angry song that reflects the energy or the beat of your anger that lets it out? Stomp it out, dance it out, move it out of your body. And I think what's really important is that we listen to our anger and we give it a voice. So you can only do this when you're calm, remember, because whilst you're angry, your thinking brain has left the building. So there's no point in trying to talk to anyone. Wait until you're calm and then have those conversations. Now, I know lots of children want to avoid those conversations because they feel too hard. And maybe you're scared that when you start talking about it again, your anger will rise. But actually, if it does, it's a sign that you've still got more anger to come out. So you've pushed it down somehow. So even though those chats are tricky to have, you can do hard things and you can have hard conversations. And once you get beyond having the hard conversation, once you get past it, you will start to feel better. But you need to get all of the anger out of you first. So I thought today that we'd get to know your anger a little bit better. And we're going to really listen to it because anger really and truly needs to be understood more than anything else. It certainly doesn't need to be punished. I think if we punish it, it grows bigger. And I don't think it helps to shut it away or pretend it's not happening. It can feel horrible if you feel like grown-ups around you can't handle your anger. You need grown-ups to help you feel safe and secure, don't you? And, you know, sometimes when you see people being scared of you, it feels like there's something wrong with you. But I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with being angry. It's just the people around you need help with their anger, probably, so they can teach you how to deal with yours. It's very different if you want to be by yourself when you're angry. I know lots of people do go away to calm down. And if you're choosing to do that, that's your choice. That's OK. But if you're being sent away, that can that can be painful. That can hurt. So if you were to give your anger a name, what would you call it? I want to call mine Angry Anderson. (laughs) It's funny. It's funny that I'm calling him a boy or a man, isn't it? And I wonder if he doesn't feel very ladylike to me. How many of you who are listening that are gals think it's okay for boys to be angry, but it's not very girly to be angry. It's aggressive and mean and ugly. And how many of you think it's okay for girls to cry and not for boys? You see, I don't believe any of that's true. I believe we're all humans and whether we're a boy or a girl, it's healthy to feel a full range of all of our feelings, just like all the colours of the rainbow. Human beings are complicated like that. We've got lots of layers to us and we feel things in the moment. The way that we feel can change from minute to minute, hour to hour, day to day. I want to tell you a bit about my temper when I was growing up. I mean, people joke that redheads are fiery. And I I just think that's a bit silly. It's a bit like saying carrots help you see in the dark or crusts on your sandwiches. If you eat those, your hair will go curly. (laughs) I've met redheads that don't have tempers, ones who are quite calm and chilled. If you're a redhead listening to this, I don't know which one you are. But either way, you're fabulous. You're a fabulous redhead. But... If you do have a temper, you're not angry all the time. You know, you, you, you feel different feelings. So, but you get known for being angry. And then 
you feel bad about that because nobody sees anger in a good way. There's a smiley thought card actually that says bad feelings don't last forever. So if you've got the smiley thought cards, you'll know the one I'm talking about is actually the one with the sweets making a rainbow, like all the colours of the rainbow, all the different types of feelings that you have. And if you haven't got a box of smiley thought cards yet, I'll pop a link in the show notes that will tell you how to get your hands on some because I think you'll find them quite helpful. On the back of that smiley thought card, it says, feelings are like waves. They come and go. Ride the waves and become a surfer of your own destiny. So each card has got a picture on the front with the message. And then when you flip it over, it gives you a helpful tip or some more information. So that's quite cool, isn't it? And there's 40 of them in a pack. So you've got 40 helpful nuggets of information to help you feel better. So is it something you can learn? How can you learn to surf the waves of anger? That's a good question, isn't it? And I don't know what the answer looks like for you because everybody's waves are unique to them and they will have a different way of dealing with their anger. So like we were saying before, some people want to go away. Some people want to stay close. Some people want to dance it out. Some people want to um, run around. I think it's helpful to try different things and then find out what works best for you. Um, And I've got tons of tips and tricks to help you with that um, in my course, How to Tame Your Angry Dragon. So I can pop that in the show notes because you can become a master of your emotions and learn how to handle them. You, You know how to listen to them and what they need from you. And that makes life a lot easier, doesn't it? So as well as learning how to calm down and deep breathing is fabulous for that, you need to stop talking and focusing on the thing that's making you mad. So if you take deep breaths and just be in your body, be with your anger, that helps. But as well as knowing how to do that and calm down, I also think you need to understand where your anger is coming from and what it's trying to tell you. So today's episode is called The One with the Raging Storm. And I'd like you now, if you have a pen and paper handy, to draw your storm on the page. So how big is it? What does it look like when you take that pen and put it on the paper and whip up your storm? What colour is it? How are you feeling? Where Notice what's going on in your body and what makes your storm rage on. So sit with it for a while and see what your pen wants to draw on the paper. I used to love stomping up the stairs and slamming doors and I was really rude to my parents when I was angry. I would say terrible things to them. I even said I hate you once. And of course, I don't hate them. That's not true. I didn't hate them. But at the time when I had anger pumping through my body, it felt like it was. What's the worst thing you've ever said to somebody when you've been angry? I think we all say things that we don't mean. And the thing is, as long as we can go and make amends afterwards and say sorry, I think we all want to, especially when we've said something that we we didn't really mean. But I would also shout at my parents when they shouted at me. And so everyone got angry in our house and nobody really knew how to stay calm. And nobody really knew what to do with their anger. Do you know what your angry face looks like? I had a really angry face. My jaw was clenched and I would go red and I would narrow my eyes and clench my fists as well. Perhaps you want to draw your angry face inside of your raging storm. And think about really connect to what goes on in your body when you're feeling angry. You might get hot. You might not be able to sit with the anger. It might feel too big. 
you might need to get away from the person or the thing that's making you angry or causing you to feel angry or triggering your anger. You might want to stay and fight them. You might want to shout back at them. You might want to tell them how you feel. Look at your storm and connect to it and talk to your storm and see what it has to say. So look at your picture and ask your storm, ask your anger, why are you here? What has sparked you? What has brought you here? And what do you want me to know? What can I do to help you? What do you need? Chat to your picture and make a plan with it of what you will do next time you get angry or upset. Because I think if you just ignore your anger, it will get bigger. Emotions can't hurt you. They just are energy passing through your body. But it's what you do with them that counts. So what does your anger want you to know? Is it trying to keep you safe? Is it telling you that you're hurting or in danger? Maybe you're upset with someone who's hurting you. Is it telling you that something is unfair or you want something to stop or something isn't right for you? Is it asking you to dig deep and find your powerful voice and stand up for yourself? Is it trying to help you get noticed or be heard? Are people around you ignoring you and not paying attention to how you feel? Is it telling you that your opinion matters and what you have to say is important? Is it telling you that it's upset and it wants to take revenge? I think if you give your anger a voice and you understand it, it will help you feel better. And as I've already mentioned in my course, How to Tame Your Angry Dragon, there's some excellent tips and tricks for helping you be with and cope with your anger. And it's also got helpful notes for parents in so they know how to support you through your angry storms. Because if everybody in your house, like in mine, just gets angry and doesn't know what to do with that, well, that's just big one big angry mess and it's not going to help anyone, is it? And anger affects your relationships with each other in a family. It doesn't bring you closer together. It pushes you further apart. So if you want to get your hands on all the helpful stuff that I've talked about in today's episode, be sure to jump on over to the website smileyforlife.com forward slash TMS 27. That's T for truly, M for madly and S for smiley. And this is also the place, remember, where you can ask me questions about your anger or tell me about the things that you're stuck with. And if you write those in the comments section on that page, I will come on over to the page and I will answer you. I'm here for you and I want to help you. We all get angry sometimes and it's nice to know that other people are going through the same thing, isn't it? So if you come and share your angry stories, you might be making it okay and giving permission to other people to forgive themselves for being angry too. So before I go, I want you to remember that no matter how angry you get, it won't stop the thing from happening, happening. Me getting angry won't stop my neighbor's dog barking. It won't stop her big, gigantic, giant snores. It won't stop my sister from shushing me. It won't stop the rain from spoiling the party or it won't stop me making mistakes in my homework. It won't stop me, but it will make my blood pressure rise and it will take over my body. And if I don't take care of it, it could get me into trouble or hurt me or somebody else. Now, I don't want that for you. And I don't think you want that for you. You don't have to push it away, but you need to listen to your anger and you need to give it a voice and let it say what it needs and help it. So have a think about that and make a promise to yourself that you will find a way to help your anger instead of fight it or push it away. 
and I will see you again next time on the Truly Madly Smiley podcast. Take good care of yourself. Bye for now. If you enjoyed that, please tell all 